Hi, this is Kara Kading, and as part of the Milliger family, I'd love to introduce you to our new podcast. Everything we do here at Milliger's is done to enhance the lifestyle of our customers. Our products and services add beauty and enjoyment and just make life a little more rewarding. We are first and foremost growers, and one of the things we do best is to open a world of beauty to people through plants. And plants enrich our lives in so many ways, from cleaning our air to making everyone feel better. And everything else that we do or sell gradually evolved from our wanting people to feel better and enjoy life. All right, we're back to our podcast. I'm here with my dad, Dan Reisdorf. Dan the man. Hey, everybody. And we know you mainly from the color card. Oh, a yeah. Following. We already had one this year, isn't it? I can't believe Unbelievable. it. Yeah, people were surprised. Yeah. What well, was future color? <laughs> right. It was like, this is what this will look like. Yes. <laughs> so be sure to check out on our YouTube channel and our Facebook page is where we post the color cards with Dan. And do you want to explain kind of what the color card is or how that well, started to evolve? Uh, I, there are just so many beautiful plants on the nursery lot throughout the year. They keep changing and some things start blooming earlier and some are blooming later. And I just want everybody to take a little tour with us <laughs> without having to walk around the whole nursery lot. <laughs> right. It's a big area. Yeah. So just uh, show you what's looking good right now. You know, that's what we've been. Uh, well, what I love about the do. color card is that I think you do a great job of, oh, like just putting together what your top questions are that you're getting from people. Exactly. Of, like everybody comes out on the nursery lot and says, yeah, right. what attracts butterflies? Yeah, right. Will this bloom all summer? How do I get my hydrangea to bloom again? Right. <laughs> so then you kind of throw those on the cart and we get to throw that or yeah. talk about that. and Right, yeah. Um, and answer a million and questions. People do forget a lot of things like the real basic one is fertilizing. I mean, uh, everybody likes to eat guys, <laughs> including your plants. Yeah. So, so usually when people are saying they are having some problem with the plant, the first thing I'll ask is what type of fertilizer are you using? And I get this blank expression. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What's that? I, I think of that. Uh -huh. It's in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> my plant doesn't know that. But... <laughs> right. Right. So close. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking the nursery lot today and you've been here at Milliger's for a long time. Uh, yeah, do we have to? No, we don't. We have five or 10 years, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> but the nursery lot, or obviously plants, is a big passion of yours here mm -hmm. at Milliger, something right. that you really gravitated to. Definitely. And has the nursery lot always been here since you've been here, or well, how did that develop? Well, we always had a nursery lot, but it was uh, when I started here, obviously there weren't as many varieties of plants uh, that were available. We had like one variety of potentilla called gold drop <laughs> we had uh, maybe 10 different types of trees mostly maples and birch and in those days we could sell ash trees but we don't do that anymore <laughs> no i think we all know that <laughs> yeah so some flowering crabs and maybe a couple different types of junipers some of the basics just kind yeah, of yeah right yeah alpine current was a big one everybody wanted alpine current to make a little hedge around there Yard, so the kids wouldn't run through, and then barberry. Oh, they loved barberry. That would everybody wanted a barberry to keep uh, the people from walking through their yard. Oh, this this is like medieval times or something. <laughs> give me, give me plants with thorns, please. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> and now, of course, you know all the plants have changed so much. There's so many different varieties, and what's really great is the dwarf ones. I just love the new dwarf plants because they need as much maintenance. You know, with the 
older plants, you have to be trimming them several times a year. And people are always looking for low maintenance, believe it or not. <laughs> so, low maintenance, do you guys, you like low maintenance? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> do you have a little history about Milligers or something that you'd love to share that uh, maybe well, somebody doesn't know? Oh, well, I can tell you that when I first started working at Milligers, I was just working in the evenings because I had another job at the same time. What were you? Uh, what did you do? I was a teacher at Case High School, math teacher. I'm so thankful that you were a math teacher because yeah. you've helped me a ton. Yeah. <laughs> you helped me get through school, Dad. Yeah. And your other kids, too. Uh-huh. I'm always bringing the kids. Yeah. So I would come in around 3 o'clock or something like that, and then I would work in the store. And I was the only one in the store. So if someone wanted to go look at the nursery lot, I'd have to lock the store. <laughs> She'd put a note on there, like, be yeah, right back. Yeah, be right back. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would go to the nursery lot, and I couldn't leave the store unlocked. <laughs> so that's how I started learning about all the different plants. And I like to tour other nurseries that we buy from. I've been to Monrovia Nursery several times, all the other nurseries that we buy from. You know, it's been a lot of fun just keeping up on all the new plants and stuff. So it's, it's ever changing. I mean, every, well, every year it's something. It's new. getting really hard to keep up like hydrangeas, for instance, <laughs> it's just been an explosion of, <laughs> in fact, we, we have a new one this year called grape explosion. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. and last year we had cherry explosion and that was like a fabulous, <laughs> so if last year was cherry explosion, this year's grape explosion, does that mean that the. <laughs> Like, ex is there an actual explosion series? Well, explosion of color. Oh, yes. Yes, right. Yeah. So they're both reblooming ones. Cherry explosion was actually developed here in Wisconsin at a nursery that we buy from. The grape explosion is their next addition. But the cherry explosion one was just unbelievable last year. We could hardly keep them in stock. In fact, we did run out. We couldn't get any more. They were just... Every so when you're talking about reblooming, what are their bloom times? These are uh, macrophyllum, which is a hydrangea that has more of a ball-shaped flower. Okay. Uh, like a snowball-type you know, type shape. So, so the blooming, they do need some warm weather to start blooming, but they will start blooming in June already, you know, so. I hope we hope we get some warm weather in June. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's right. debatable. Maybe the end of June. Yeah, end of June. <laughs> on that sunny day on June 27th. Then it, always, uh, then it always gets cold for the 4th of July. <laughs> Yeah, get your sweaters out. That's so we can wear those patriotic sweatshirts and stuff like that. Yeah, right. And and then they keep reblooming as the blossoms get spent. You can cut those off, and then you can see that there's all different. Oh, nice. So reblooming, you're actually saying it's actual continuous throughout yeah, the summer. Right. Yeah, impressive. Mm, right. And I I love that grape color. That's something yeah, uh, you don't funny. usually think hydrangeas. Of course, we think about the blues and the pinks. Oh yeah, white, right. Yeah, all well, of the, that. But I think that's the reason the cherry one was so popular because of that color was just so intense and, and just grabbed your eye when you came out of the nursery lot. You couldn't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. And uh, with this grape color, do you think, did you order it? We have enough plants coming in. Uh, well, I, we, we hope to, yeah. So, I mean. Where's your crystal ball, do you know? Well, it. you know, we are having a difficult time getting some plants right now because it's just been such a boom for the nursery. Past few years, we've been ha having record sales, even the nurseries. It, you know, obviously it takes them a few years to. Uh, Plants to be mature enough, yeah. right? You know, it isn't like annual flowers where you can. Uh, That's uh, my department. I think it's a little yeah. easier. You can uh, have the, have annual flowers in a few weeks sometimes, depending on the variety, yeah. of course, you know. But shrubs and trees, and especially trees, you know, take 10, 15 years to get a mature tree that 
that people will that was saleable. Right, right. To be the right size. Mm-hmm. Right. So hydrangeas, what else is going to be happening out on the nursery lot? I just wanted to kind of tell you that we used to just carry in evergreens. We used to carry yews and junipers. You know, so now we have the camasiparus, which is the false cypress. We have twenty-two varieties of camasiparus. <laughs> so yeah. We have 20 varieties of junipers. It's just uh, 24 varieties of spruce, diff, you know, different spruce trees and spruce, you know, dwarf spruce plants. And just, I could go on and on through all the different varieties. Of how we really yeah. expanded. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I love though, I love walking out there because when you talk about all the different varieties of spruce, mm-hmm. there's so many really unusual, unique things. It can be something from a standard basic, which I think is important to always have. But then there are really unusual, unique ones that, I mean, their texture is amazing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's what I think is really exciting. A lot of the plants, even if they have a short blooming time, a lot of them have color beyond just the flower. They have the textured leaf, like you mentioned, the texture of the leaf and colorful leaves, variegated leaves. So you have a lot more extended four season type plants. Of of interest, (laughs) right. In hydrangea land, what else? Is there anything well, new? <laughs> we have another one for all you uh, <laughs> rock and rollers. <laughs> oh, here's one for me, Jake. <laughs> yeah. We have one called rock and roll. This one was developed by actually up in Minnesota. So it's a rock and roll hydrangea. And uh, this one gets a little taller. This one is a five to six foot one, but this one can change colors. It could be pink. It can be blue purple, depending on what the acidity of the soil is. So it's kind of a fun one to, to play around with. If you, uh, live what in- is the secret now? Cause people always yeah, come in and they say, I, I want That's, blue hydrangea. We always do that on the color cart too. We right. try to explain that. But if you live in Wisconsin, you don't have any, you want pink ones. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, if you live in Michigan, if you're all your hydrangeas will be blue cause they're Soil is acidic. Ours is alkaline. So most people coming in are like, I want those big, beautiful, high, you know, blue yeah. hydrangeas. Yeah, and I right. think the grass is always greener on the other side. So yeah. just, other side or on the, the other side of the lake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. can get blue ones over there. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but the way you can get blue ones in Wisconsin is you can add acid to the soil. So we have soil acidifiers that you can use. Aluminum sulfate and uh, is a good one. So we can direct you to which one you should. What to do. You know, yeah. So. Uh, soil sulfurs and other good ones. So then when you apply that, mm. does it have to be, obviously you have to do that every year. Yeah, usually every For several time. times throughout right. the year, once a year, beginning uh, of well, spring. You know, it, it's hard to say because I don't know how acidic your soil is. You know, some people. You don't? <laughs> <laughs> people are so surprised. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, what's your acid level? <laughs> <laughs> you should know this. Yeah. <laughs> so I did have a customer that wanted hers to be really, really blue. <laughs> she kind of overdid it on the acid. And she actually started getting holes in her leaves. They looked like they were burned. You mm. know? <laughs> so, so you can't overdo it. You know? okay. So you have to be careful. But uh, I think the best way to do it is to use the recommended amount. And, uh, that's a good start, <laughs> yeah, which is on the box. <laughs> but then if they still don't turn blue enough, you can add a little more, but you can't really take it away. That's the problem. True. So, you know, that do it in steps is actually the best thing to do. So as uh, recommended yeah, <laughs> by, by the yeah, manufacturer. <laughs> okay. What else is coming up with hydrangeas? I see there. Well, we have another one. This, it seems like they're trying to appeal to the, uh, 
of the boomers or something. Uh, here we go into the Grateful Red hydrangea. Grateful Red. Yeah. A little takeoff on Grateful Dead. Yes. So we wouldn't want to call it a Grateful Dead hydrangea. We don't want any dead hydrangeas. That's true. I'm glad they changed the word to red. Yes, right. So, we won't see any t-shirts probably saying the Grateful Red, but no. it won't be but, the same. Yeah, this one is really gorgeous. It's a, it's a, actually a shorter one, again, a two to three footer. And this one will grow in full or part shades, but it's a really nice bright red color, which is kind of unusual in the hydrangea. Yeah, yeah and I'm reading there in the, in the description, it says the blooms age to more of a lab, so they kind of fade out. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, right. So they actually change color. Is they, isn't that something that's... Well, and then I can see that it also talks about the fact that it's more than just the blooms. There's actually mm -hmm. added value with the fall foliage. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of the hydrangeas have great fall color too with their foliage so that's you know a little added benefit yeah that's right <laughs> so the other thing is in winter they don't look too good but <laughs> so nothing looks too good in the winter uh, unfortunately <laughs> i'm sure actually you probably do have something there well oh yeah we do have some yeah this i have another hydrangea this one is called a paniculata right it's a more of a woody type of hydrangea so hydrangea actually means water stem so hydra, hmm, that I did hydra, not know. Hydra is water, right? Most hydrangeas really do like a lot of water. You know, that really is important. If you come home at the end of the day and you see all your hydrangeas are laying on the ground. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, I'm sure we've all had that happen. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they're first getting established, it exactly. seems like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if they're not mulched, you know. So right. If, that, that offers a right. lot of good protection. If you keep a mulch, that keeps the soil a little more moist and mm -hmm. stuff too. So. But I love Little Hottie. Um, little Hottie is, uh, uh, only gets to about, about three to five feet tall. And uh, this one comes out with a real white flower. So it's really beautiful. Really I love pretty. the white flowers because they're so gorgeous in the evening. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, they seem to glow almost. Right. So, and then uh, this one does change colors too. It changes, you know, a darker, like more of a pink tones color later in the fall. But these are, you can't even... Obviously, this I have a picture here, but you can't see that. <laughs> It'll be probably debuting on the color cart, though. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I feel definitely. like we're going to see yeah. little hottie. Yeah, but they plant it just gets so covered with flowers you can't even see the leaves. I mean, it's just like solid flowers. <laughs> it's just that's a, incredible, a, an amazing plant. Yeah, right. And people love flowers, right? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when you're talking about landscaping, you want to incorporate some of the plants that are mainly foliage driven but mixed mm. in with the flowers oh yeah and the, the longer blooming plants are really popular now people want something that's gonna they want their blooms the... for longer yeah right <laughs> well yeah that's what the new a lot of the new varieties i think it's impressive to see yeah. how things have really come along of right not it, just blooming in the springtime or the, coming in later right the growers are actually trying to get plants that either rebloom or constant bloom or the blooms last for months even. right so yeah they're Really fun. We also have some really great hibiscus plants. A lot of people don't know that hibiscus, uh, a plant that will grow. Yeah, know. well, really. I mean, we have hibiscus in every category. So we have it yeah. out there on the nursery lot. Right. We have the perennial types and, of mm -hmm. course, the tropical annuals, too. Right, yeah. So these are called the hardy hibiscus, or sometimes they're called Rose of Sharon mm -hmm. is an older name that, that people call it. But we have the whole French cabaret series, which is really amazing there. They have such great colors and they're, uh, this is a plant that likes really warm weather. So the warmer it is, the faster they'll start blooming in the spring. But, uh, a lot of times these won't start blooming till like, um, really July. Yeah. Yeah. Or late, late June or something like yeah. that, you know, so 
but it's so worth the wait. Oh my gosh. Cause this is a plant that will bloom for a long, long time. They bloom until the first frost. So, you know, wow. and you know, the first frost seemed to be getting later and later. later. And later. I <laughs> yeah. can even go trick or treating without my winter coat on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, so that's like months of blooms that they just continually keep blooming. So, so it's French cabaret series. It looks like these are more double flowers. Yes. They, yeah. They're all double flowers. There's here's the purple one, the uh, purple uh, this is the blush, which is really beautiful with the white. Yeah, the blush is kind of like a, you is know, that, the more of the white with the pink yeah, throat. Isn't that nice and soft looking. It's and, beautiful. Yeah. So, and then there's also the red, which I, I really like the red one too. That's really showy. Mm -hmm. you know, so, and actually you can uh, plant, you don't have to plant all one color. If you wanted to plant three of them and plant three different colors, we actually have a hibiscus on the nursery lot that does bloom with three different colors. Wow. And uh, it's called magic. Uh, and, and, and it's kind of, kind of tricky the way they do it. They take three uh, hibiscus and they plant them together in the pot. So, so when the plant grows up, it's actually three different plants. Three different plants all <laughs> yeah. in there together. Yeah. So people say, how did you do that? <laughs> it's <laughs> magic. Yeah, right. It's so simple. but <laughs> yeah, That's how it got its name, right? Yeah, isn't that fun? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really like that one. So now how about some fragrance? Oh, fragrance. People always, I mean, oh. when we see these flowers, <laughs> my, in my just natural instinct is to just smell the flowers yeah right well one of the most fragrant ones is uh, of course the, the, the lilacs you know we've got uh, several different new varieties of those too and what people are really like the new dwarf ones there's a, a bloomerang which it, they call it bloomerang because it's uh, you know how a boomerang when you throw it it comes back again right <laughs> if you're coordinated yeah. yes <laughs> and hopefully it doesn't hit you in the head <laughs> i'm not the best at that but i yes yeah. okay well a, a bloomerang <laughs> which is a plant that does rebloom the bloomerang will bloom in the spring like a regular lilac but then it'll rebloom again in the fall and it is like kind of like uh <laughs> kind of silly when you go you go to the nursery lot and, and you can in the fall and you can smell lilacs wow well, what's going on here <laughs> so, yeah, people can't yes that it. seems like the raw you why, think of it as being like early spring and yes <laughs> that's awesome yeah people but, are loving that oh yeah but to get that fragrance again you know twice a year is like just amazing so um but of course one of the most popular uh fragrant uh plants that we grow is uh um i suppose it's because it smells like chocolate <laughs> I love chocolate. Does it really smell like chocolate? Yeah, yeah right. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a, a fragrant viburnum. It's a called Carlesi or Korean spice viburnum. But there's a new one now called baby spice. Which or spice baby. Spice baby. Like yeah. Spice spice baby. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And uh, what's really nice about this one is it's more of a dwarf type, but more compact. You know, so yeah, I hear you talking a lot about like more compact yeah. and dwarf options. Right. Why do you think there's such a big trend in more compact plants? Well, you know, people's houses are getting bigger <laughs> and the lots are getting smaller. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, the house is getting bigger, plants are getting smaller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they don't have as much room for big trees and big shrubs that grow real tall. So we have more, you know, like in the trees, for instance, we have a lot more columnar type of trees, you know, trees that stay narrow. In smaller spaces. Right. So you can still plant a tree, but not have it, you know, overtake the whole yard. You know, so. Or maybe they're more compact because then you can put 
more plants yeah, okay. in your yard. <laughs> Wish I had thought of it. Yeah, because then now you can get more. <laughs> <laughs> but like the compact plants are, like we mentioned before, more or less uh, maintenance. Less too. maintenance, that's true, so that you don't have to do all the trimming. And... Yeah, right. So, but, yeah. Um, it, you uh, can't. We want you to put your time in watering and fertilizing. Yeah, right. And fertilizing. Don't forget the Don't fertilizer. Don't forget that. Right. So, and, the, uh, what's the last one there that you're going to talk about? Well, I have one. I, I wanted to talk about the inkberries. One of our most popular plants is the boxwood. Um, right. I do know that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we sell a lot of boxwood, but a lot of people already have so many boxwood in their yard and they like the shape. They like the the low maintenance and the fact that you don't have to trim them much and that they are evergreen too, you know, so even though they don't look like evergreen, they... What well, is, I mean, it just looks, uh, talk about curb appeal. Yeah, right. They're just you know, nice. And I mean, you know, actually our winters are, you know, pretty long here, so <laughs> to have some yeah. winter, winter color. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is there an, are you, are you about to tell me that there is an alternative to yes. a boxwood? Yeah, this is the inkberry. This one's called shamrock. You can see it has a real glossy leaf. It's real shiny. And, yeah. Uh, it grows at a perfect globe shape. And this one only gets like three to four feet tall. So it's like. Nice and compact you know, again. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we have other ones too. Some that get a little bit bigger. We've been selling a lot of the shamrocks and the ink berries now because they're they're it's actually they're in the holly family but they don't do they do they lose their leaves then or is that no, deciduous no. or they because yeah. that i mean it looks different to me it looks like it it could possibly yeah. lose their leaves so yeah, that's right. really yeah. a nice benefit but it's like you like the box when it has like nice green leaves and uh so but isn't that isn't that a beautiful plant so <laughs> yes but then i also see there that it says it even gets the small black berries in the fall so you get that right. added yeah. benefit if you want yeah if you do want the black berries you have to have a pollinator for it you have to have a male we carry mostly the female ones because not too many people really want the berries oh, okay um, you know so i mean they're pretty you know but they're <laughs> they could be but we don't need the male <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah skip the male <laughs> So yeah. all it takes uh, is one. Yeah, right. <laughs> but we could direct you to the male plant if you need uh, to get. Wanted to do so, that, right? And obviously, more for you to look at when you get the color cart rolling. So it shouldn't be uh, too long. Actually, this week we have two truckloads coming at the end of this week, and we also have another whole truck from Monrovia coming next week. So. <laughs> Okay, so it's the middle of March. Where are they going to put all these plants? Are they actually ready to well, be out on the nursery lot? That yeah, was going to be my next yeah, question. These are, these are all dormant plants that they're growing in our area, so they will be fine. Monrovia also has a nursery in Connecticut. I don't know if people know that they do have the other ones in Oregon and California, but these are from the Connecticut area, so they're the same zone as we are, so they're um, Not too much of a shock then. No, no, no. They're, they're just moving from one part of the country to the other, you know, so. Welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's a beautiful day today. Today, I mean, yeah. if you give me sunshine, I can handle anything. I know, yeah. So Just beautiful. And we did get a whole truckload of arborvitas in last week, so uh, we're getting filled up, you know, we're getting. Okay, so the plants are coming in now. It's the middle of March. When could people feasibly actually start planting them well usually eight o'clock in the morning oh yeah. <laughs> after your first daylight, cup savings, of coffee. daylight savings time we can plant a little later uh -huh. yeah we'll give you an extra hour <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh but actually as soon as the frost is out of the ground i i think it, 
you could start planting. I don't know if, there, if there's much frost really left on the ground right now, you know, so. So any day now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so. but most people probably start planting probably end of April, would you say? Starting yeah, to, yeah. Obviously May. Yeah, right. Oh, We're yeah. We're planting right, like yeah. crazy, but. So, but yeah, I would think the beginning of April, actually, you could start planting already. So. Yay. These plants are, they're all dormant and they're just waiting for spring. And it'd be probably less of a shock for them to plant them while they're still dormant. And they wake up in their little home and <laughs> at your house. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to your new home. Right. <laughs> well, that's exciting. I love doing these podcasts because it's great for people to be able to hear another way to be able to hear what's coming up out in the nursery lot. Oh, yeah. And then just make sure, I mean, we'll be doing some color cards oh, probably yeah. pretty often. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that by next week we'll be able to do some more already, you know, so. I mean, I know sometimes you run out of stuff to talk about, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> has that ever happened? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So you'll definitely have to come back to the podcast. Oh yeah. We'll cover mm-hmm. some new categories right. and let us know guys, if you have a specific question or something that you want to learn more about, especially from my dad out on the nursery lot of maybe some growing tips or mm-hmm. just really even just general rules of thumb for being able to plant and be successful. Right. And what fertilizer to use. And what fertile, everybody (laughs) likes to eat. Don't forget that guys. (laughs) All right, dad, we'll see you out on the nursery lot. Yay. Great. Sounds like fun. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on all the latest information and happenings here at Milligers. You can find out more details about our events on our website at milligers.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us your suggested topics and questions to me at gardengirl at milligers.com. Thanks again for listening and just keep growing.